morning, Monday, morning, Monday, 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 What's good, people? It's your boy, Terry the Barber, the husband, the father. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. Whenever you hear or you see this episode. So today's topic is daddy issues. Now, the reason why I came up with the topic of daddy issues for today's um, episode is because I was listening to Kendrick Lamar's new album that just dropped, and the name of the album is Mr. Morals and The Big Stepper. And I've been playing the album nonstop this whole weekend. And that was one song that really resonated to me. He had a lot of great songs on there, but this is the main song that really resonated to me. And the topic is Father Time. And the whole song is really based on um, father issues, daddy issues. And I just kept playing the song, playing the song, playing the song. And I said, you know what? I got to really speak about, I got to up my game up when it comes to my topics. And one topic that I always wanted to speak about is this right here, which is daddy issues. So today's topic is daddy issues. Um, I got a few of my bulletin points, right? First and foremost, um, I want to start off with, with my perspective as far as what daddy issues is. So the definition of daddy issues is a father that is absent or emotionally unavailable, right? That is the Google um, definition when, when I searched it. So absent, the father that's absent, the father that's not there, the father that's nowhere to be found, the father that just don't want to be in, in that child's life. Then we have that's emotionally unavailable. Now, father could be in the household. A father could be in a person's life, man or woman. It doesn't. Have, it, and we we're not talking about the sex. We just talk about father not being in their child's life, and they could be emotionally unavailable, meaning that they don't they don't know how to show love, give love, or just try to hone in and be nurturing. Right. So, my experiences as far as what my daddy issues are is that. Unfortunately, my father passed March of 94. I was nine years old, going on 10. And it, it just it just happened out the blue. He got sick, he was in the hospital. Um, I felt that it, it was weird that I wasn't able to see my father when I went to go see him over the weekends for a couple for, for a couple weeks. And then my, I think my grandmother or somebody told me that my father passed away. I, I, I can remember a little bit, I was standing in my grandmother's hallway from her bedroom to the kitchen, back on my um, house over there on 108 in Gabor. And they told me that my father passed and I just didn't know how to react. I didn't know how to feel. And, I, and, and it just was like, I just don't get it. So then fast forward, the funeral came, see my family, see my pops in the casket. Um, I could visually me- memorize all of that stuff to this day. And that was over, um, I want to say that was over 25 years ago. So. It's not that my father wasn't there, it's just that I lost my parent at an early age. And with that, I'm gonna get into the whole, the male figures that I had in my life growing up and what kind of, um, um, what kind of carbon print that they left on my life, right? So my daddy issues was that my father um, was taken from me early on, not gun violence, but just got sick and just passed away. Um, so that was that. Then. Me growing up, I had my mother in my life, which was a plus. But then my, my mother had got incarcerated. I think she did like three years. That was that was when my father was alive. Sorry, well, when my father was alive, my, my mom got incarcerated for like like two to three years. So I had the absent mother for a while, and I had my father. But I had to see my father on the weekend, stay with my grandmother on the weekday while I was in school. Then when my then when my mother came home. 
couple years after that, that's when my father passed. So now I only got my mother. And then my, then my mother started trying to get her life in order, focus on that. Then we moved to Brooklyn. So I have a father, but got, he got taken away early from me. And then my mother started seeing guys, which two guys that I've seen that she dated was one named Eddie and one named Manny. Now, the definition of Eddie from, from me was a guy that looked smooth, playboy, gold tooth, dressed nice, nice haircut. But I never learned anything else from him, just the photos that my mom used to take. But there was a lot of heartache with him and, and my mom. So I knew that he would always make her feel some kind of way. And I said I never wanted to have that kind of effect on a woman. And then, then my mother's second boyfriend that I met, Manny, I was able to, he was my barber, so he used to cut my hair, he was nice, and the relationship with him, him and my mom was always, for a long time, I never seen that it was gonna go really nowhere. I didn't see no wedding bells, I just seen that he was a player, and he dated my mom, and then that was it. So these two men, I knew that these are not the type of people that I wanted to be. Now, I took some things from Manny from as, uh, as far as him being a barber. I took some stuff from Eddie as far as him being a fly dude. But they never left no kind of precedent in my life. But that's just the, the, the two people, first two men f figures that I have in my life. Growing up, then, then I didn't really have nobody else until my mom's had a friend named Champ. Um, and he was the guy that really leaves a strong impression on me. The strong impression on me was that he was always fly, he had a great job, um, always fly, always well-spoken, and always treated us all. So my mom said that that was my godfather. So I always call him my godfather, and what's so funny, he just, he just called me a few weeks ago. I see you, Palmer. Fly, brother, you see it. So he was the guy that really, that was the definition of a man to me. He took, he took us all out to eat to the diner, was, 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 I think it was the USA diner or whatever, it was a diner that, first of all, we never used to go to diners. He took us to the diner, and, and it was a great experience. So from that, I was so happy, right? Then he introduced me to his barber named Lyrics, who, was a, who holds a, a great story in my life because he's, he's one of the first barbers that I wanted to. He's the first barber that gave me the, the opportunity to come and learn in his barbershop, sweep up. Um, he said I could bring somebody to um, start cutting. I brought, I brought my brother Joey Phantoms to loop. And he was teaching me how to be a barber. So that's the first barber that gave me the opportunity to learn. The barber that left the, uh, that left the impression on me was my boy Gotti. And he was a fly, uh, uh, another fly-dressed barber that was nice. And I still speak to him to this day. We then reconnected. So I cut my hair when I, got, when I found him again. So that's, that's, the press, that's what left these mellow impressions in my life. So I got Champ, I got Gotti, and I, and I got lyrics, right? Other than that, the father figures that, that I would see wasn't in the household, it wasn't around. I would get these kind of things seeing other people, right? Other people in their families, I would see friends that got their father, but I don't really get to see a lot, but I see that their father is there, their mother is there, and I see the mother-father dynamic. Um, not too much in the hood that you see that, but those that you do see, you would want to um, appreciate that. So never no other kind of father experiences or male figures we would try to get the male figures through the people in the hood you know you got drug dealers or dudes that dudes that just be on the block so my definitions of father figures was the guys that would give me a wedgie or beat me up because i was always talking crazy and i always wanted to be the guy that was loud but i had those kind of male figures on my block on 164. growing up 
after that, there was no other father figures in my life. Um, I started gravitating towards other barbers that was older than me. Salute to my mentor, Al Minions. He was one of the mentors that groomed me, not just in the barber industry, but taught me how to become a man and, and um, understand the thing that you got to do. So the first time I took a road trip was with him. He asked me if I wanted to go with him to Atlanta to the head show. First time ever leaving New York, came down to, uh, to Georgia um, on a road trip, and that's where we had a great conversation the whole ride. It was me, him, and his son. And I seen the father and son di dynamic th through that. So father issues, daddy issues, I, him and his son clicked so well. And I was really like, that's cool. I got, just because your father is there don't mean he really there. Facts. That's why we, um, I, I had spoke about emotionally unavailable. You, you, you can have your father there, but he's not really there, right? So that's another part of this conversation. So I'm just breaking down what my experiences are. So then I had Al Millions that grew me to be the barber that, that I am. And I had other barbers that I would take a little piece of this and that, see what their life is like. Um, and um, one of the main barbers I follow right now is, is Pacino. Um, I see what he does with his family. Uh, he's made strides with his cosmetic line. He, um, he, his, his products are in all type of stores, CVS, Walgreens. And I see what you can get off of just keeping your head down, working due diligently, and focusing on really what you're trying to go and figuring out what kind of things is missing in the industry that you're in. That's the main thing is figuring out what's missing in the industry that you're in. We found out that there's not enough barbers that's catering to the, the supplies of items that barbers need. He created that. Now he's a multimillionaire, living living great life, mansions, nice cars. And I see that that's one thing that I got to implement is to figure out the, the, uh, the um, things that's missing in the industry that I'm in and try to bring something to the masses, right? So that's that. that that's, my, that's my rundown. Now we're going to talk about it. Kendrick Lamar's song, Father Figure, is amazing because there's so many things that he, that he speak about in that. You talk about the absent father, the father being there but not really being there, not really giving that, that word of encouragement, not really building you up but really breaking you down, right? That can also cause daddy issues. You can have a father in, in, in your life and that father really not trying to groom you to be a great man, but he's just grooming you for destruction. He's just grooming you for you to have issues, mental issues, emotional issues, and just not being able to be on the right path, right? We got now me. I, I'm a father. I got I, I got two boys, a, a nine-year-old and a 14-year-old. And I try to I try to explain to them that this is a learning, this is a learning experience for, for me. Um, I only have the experiences from me being nine years old, which my son Mason is nine years old now. So I only have the experiences from a nine-year-old perspective to really groom my to, to groom my boys to be men. So I got to take it upon myself to say, you know what? I know how I want to treat a woman. I know how I want to be treated. I know what kind of work ethic I have. Like me, I'm a I'm a I'm a clean freak a little bit. So when it come down to cleaning, if it's not done right, I'm gonna make you do it again. And I and I instilled that from my father. He was a very clean, organized person. And when he cleaned, he cleaned. You smell Ajax all through the crib. You smell Comet or Bleach all through the crib. Because he's going to clean to a T. Walls, floors, windows, front yard, backyard, everything. And I know I instilled that. And it's crazy that a lot of my jobs that I've had, I've done cleaning. I've done cleaning at the um, theater. I've done cleaning at, um, at um, um, Abercrombie & Fitch. I've done cleaning, so I know how to clean. 
and those are one of the things that I got from, from my father. Cooking, a little bit, I get that from, from my father. Being funny, I get that from my father. Trying to give a, a better perspective on life and how you should be as a man and be, you know, um, mature and masculine, I get that from my father. Other than that, I was raised by women. I was raised by my grandmother, I was raised by my, I was raised by my mother, raised by my, by my female cousins, and then, I, and, then I, and then I had my brother, Phantom. That's it. So I got a little bit from my brother, but we both were on the same playing field. We three years apart. His father wasn't there. So he's really groomed only by my father and by our, our female family members. Daddy issues. We all have daddy issues, men and women. If you have a father, you had a father, you, you have a father, and we have issues that is layered up but from all of the situations that we have endured. So I know I'm not the only person. I'm speaking through through me, but I know that we all have these situations. And Kendrick Lamar's song, Father Time, really made me get an understanding of the man that he is and what he's been through and how he is trying to change the dynamic and the rhetoric of it so that he won't make the same mistakes. And I want you guys to actually take a listen to that song. Find some time out to listen to that because it is amazing. Play it over and over and over dissect it and analyze it and I know that we all have these things that we need to be speaking about now me being a person that has daddy issues I know what these issues are I know what I don't want and I know what I want to be using to better myself and I know that I, I know for a fact that these issues I was able to um, not go in the same path as the counterparts of my mom's experiences not focusing on treating women wrong you know, ever putting my hands on them, never being too, never being too disrespectful, and always treating them in in, in the light that they need to be in. And also, when when it comes to my kids, you know, this is a learning curve for me, learning how to how to um, discipline your kids in, in in this new world that we have, where you can't beat your kids without your um, somebody wanting to call the police, or you can't scream at your kids or really put them in check, but you want to call my phone all the time. When, he, when they're not doing right in school, but you don't want us to reprimand them. It's, it, it's definitely unbalanced when it comes to us trying to teach our children. And, I'm, and I know as a parent, and I know y'all people out there that have kids, I know that we all have these same experiences that it's very difficult to um, discipline our children. Some women need discipline also. Pa Brother Palmer, I would love for you to come on, on um, camera this morning. Uh, hit, hit, hit that request. So you can put a perspective on that too. That's that's you have to put your hands on them. Okay, you're talking crazy. I don't know what you talking about. He wanna talk crazy this morning. I see. I see where you at. So listen, man, daddy issues. If you have daddy issues, I definitely recommend, I recommend every single person to seek out therapy. Seek out therapy because we all have these issues. There's so many issues as far as not just a black man, but a man, but but a man in general. A female in general, there's so many different layers to us all. And I love to have these conversations with with, with, with my wife about my, my past experiences, her past experiences, and, and getting a better perspective of who we are as human beings and what groomed us or created us in the, in, the, in, the, in the form that we are. Because it's not easy to be a black man or a black woman. It's not easy to be a professional or somebody that's successful. It's not easy to try to groom your children to be something. Um, men, 
being groomed by women. I, I I truly believe that a man has to has to um teach a, a boy how to be a man, and a woman needs to teach a a, a girl how to be a woman. Uh, but we need the whole. We need the mother and the father to both be in the household because there are learning experiences and lessons that you get from your father and from your mother that you have to intertwine to really get it right. Um, so I, I am thankful to have the experiences that I had with my father. There's a lot of black men out there. There's a lot of men out there that don't have, didn't have their father in their life. And it's crazy because we... We try to make it seem like we don't need this person, like it's not important. I was watching an episode on YouTube this this morning about a round table of men that was having discussions about their fathers not being in, in, in their life. All educated men, graduated with, with honors, all all professional. And the main thing that they that they spoke about was the was the absentee father and how of a and how big of a presence is left in their heart and how they maneuver. So that's exactly what it is. It's 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 really difficult to talk about these things. It's difficult for black men to talk about therapy because that's one thing that we don't really speak about. It's therapy, but we need to speak to somebody. There's a we all have issues and we all need to be speaking to somebody about something. Getting these things off, off our chest, I guarantee that you will be feeling much better if you get these things out, out of you and create more of a positive energy, positive vibe and Get, getting a better perspective on life. So this is your boy Terry the Barber, the husband and the father, man. Intro morning Monday, every Monday, 9 o'clock. Make sure you locked in. Today's topic, daddy issues. I hope I hope this resonates a little bit through you. I hope this gives you a better perspective or, or a better understanding or just make you think about it a little bit more of the things that you have endured in your life and how you can change the rhetoric and change the way of, of thought. And I'm, I am telling you that coming from a father of... Uh, a black father, a black man raising black men. It is very difficult in this in this in this world. And there's so much things that's going on nowadays with all of the killing with these black men, these 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 you got these artists, you got these black men, you got people that don't have no kind of concern or respect for life. And it is us, it is it is a me, it is you, it is us. They have to come together to give these children a better understanding of what life has to offer. So, I hope you get something from it this morning. Intro morning Monday, every Monday, 9 o'clock. Y'all know the vibes. I thank you guys for tuning in, checking me out, and really getting in tune with this. Um, mental health. This is Mental Health Month, so we're going to be focusing on that. Make sure you're focusing on getting your mental right, man, because everybody got some kind of problems, issues, it's something that we need to correct. So, until next time, y'all know the vibes, man. And, excuse me. And today's episode is sponsored by TDB Media. TDB Media is a social media consulting company that I have created. Uh, we are one year in existence, and um, I am your social media consultant, coach, and brand builder. So, today's episode is sponsored by my company, TDB Media. If you want to be a sponsor on Intro Morning Monday, which is an um, uh, audio platform, on podcasts, that's everywhere, Spotify, Audio Mac, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, everywhere. This audio goes everywhere. And you want your business um, advertised, definitely hit me up. I am taking advertising right now for our for the um, episodes coming in the near future. So, it is what it is. Intro morning Monday, every Monday, 9 o'clock, and I'll check you guys later. You did. Peace. <laughs>